started a fire because it started getting chilly. We had a little outdoor fire going and I had a terrible, terrible, terrible headache. Next thing I know, like I said, I woke up in a hospital and I was told that by my sister that I had had a hemorrhagic stroke. I had no idea what that meant. I thought that only elderly folks had strokes. I, I didn't understand. I was so confused. I had no idea why I had had a stroke and the doctors were, were wonderful and they were able to explain that to me through throughout that time at the rehabilitation hospital. We have a dear friend, thankfully, that actually is one of the top neurophysical therapists in our area, in our state, or maybe even the United States. And she has helped me tremendously. She comes to my house and it, it's a very special private therapy. She's an instructor in NeuroIFRA. So she's helped me tremendously from then. I've been going since my stroke to physical therapy. I had lost all movement on my left hand side and I'm left handed of course so I lost my ability to write and my left hand is what we're really working on right now is getting movement back in my left hand and arm so I am currently able to walk Hello, it's Mark Goodyear. Welcome to another episode of Stroke Stories, the podcast that seeks out and hears from stroke survivors. In this episode, we hear from Emma Rinker. Emma's from California and suffered a stroke at the age of 40. I was a at-home mom. We have two boys. I have a 20-year-old and 17-year-old. And at the time, my oldest was 19 and he had just left home to go and start his life and that was a change in transition that was happening for me so we have our youngest son who is still home and i was running the house hold my husband owns a business and so he has literally taken over all of my duties which would be finances and cleaning the house laundry dishes you name it that was me everything domestic you could think of that i was a absolute domestic housewife did all of it and i thoroughly enjoyed doing all of that and i had done that for 20 years and i worked for my husband's business for a small amount of time but i was not working for my husband at the time i was actually not working anywhere so it was at home my on my own schedule and I love just getting together with friends and I'm an artist. I love painting and that would be a hobby of mine for sure. November 6th was a planned date night at home with my husband. So I had just gone um, shopping down in town. We live up in the mountains and so... There's a way you have to do things, you know, you want to get everything so you're not constantly running to town. It's 45 minutes to the nearest store. And so I had gone shopping all day long. It was a very busy day. And then that night was a date night 
planned with my husband. And so I had dropped off my son, our youngest son at his friend's house. And I headed back up with great excitement for this fun weekend. My husband and I would have alone together. So we started the fire because it started getting chilly. We had a little outdoor fire going and I had a terrible, terrible, terrible headache. Next thing I know, like I said, I woke up in a hospital and I was told that by my sister that I had had a hemorrhagic stroke. And that was very confusing for me because I had no idea what that meant. I thought that only elderly folks had strokes. I I didn't understand. I was so confused. I had no idea why I had had a stroke. And the doctors were were wonderful. And they were able to explain that to me throughout that time at the rehabilitation hospital. I have been very, very, very active in rehabilitation. We have a dear friend, thankfully, that actually is one of the top neurophysical therapists in our area, in our state, or maybe even the United States. And she has helped me tremendously. She comes to my house and it's a very special private therapy. She's an instructor in NeuroIFRA. So she's helped me tremendously from then. I've been going since my stroke to physical therapy and occupational therapy once a month for a full week down in Long Beach in California. And those are called intensives. So it's physical therapy and occupational therapy during the day. Let's hear how Emma's physical recovery has progressed. I had lost all movement on my left-hand side, and I'm left-handed, of course, so I lost my ability to write, and my left hand is what we're really working on right now, is getting movement back in my left hand and arm. So I am currently able to walk, and so my left leg lost, I lost my left leg in, through the, with the stroke, and I'm able to walk. And so that has been the big focus in physical therapy is walking. So I'm walking without assistance. I'm almost completely able to walk without assistance at this time. As far as rehabilitation goes, it's really more mental than it is physical. Because if I keep my sights set up and just focused on the good instead of the transition, you know, that the transition all of a sudden out of nowhere at 40 years old, becoming disabled is a very difficult mental transition to have to go through. And so I, something that's really helped me is to give myself grace. It's okay to rest. And so I rest every single day. So, you know, I have a dear friend that told me this right at the beginning. She said, Emma, you have been serving for 20 years, your family. Now it's your turn to be served. And so you you have to be willing to accept that it's okay. You have to be able to surrender the change, that shift. That's a major shift. It's not that my life is over. It does feel like sometimes that your life is over. And, you know, I have to remember I have many years left 
I don't know what the future holds. So life in itself can be very difficult for anybody for many different things can hit out of nowhere. So life is uncertain. And to be able to accept that has been helpful for me. And life is uncertain. And there's suffering. We all have things that we need to suffer through. And so you have to learn how to suffer well. It's very helpful to keep your eyes, use a hashtag and find other stroke survivors who who have wonderful ministries, have written books and are going through rehab and have rehab. So you can see it's very hopeful, you know, what your future can hold. You have the ability to rehabilitate. That's huge to keep your eyes on that. Coming up, Emma talks about adapting her home. I actually live in a two-story house, and so I have not been able to go up to my room except for two times. And so I am excited and looking forward to the day that I will be able to get live up there again. But thankfully, we have a room downstairs we were able to turn into our room. And online support groups. That's how we find each other and we're able to lift each other up. I have been able to do that on several social media platforms. And that's very, very, very helpful. Very encouraging. And chin up, chin up. It's not going to stay like this always. Your life isn't over. This is just a new challenge and you can do it. You can get through this. You are very capable. You can do hard things. Let's hear now how Emma benefited from hearing other stroke survivors' stories. It's so amazing to see somebody that has had a stroke five to six years ago, even three years ago. In my intensives that I go to once a month, and then I get to see individuals who have It's kind of like a stroke support, I would call it, because I get to see individuals who had strokes many years ago and how they're doing now. And to see that and to have that those conversations with each other and just share the difficulties and share what helps with us. And that's why this podcast is so helpful. So it gets you connected with other stroke survivors. And that's why it's really, really important to do that because it helps you to see what your future can hold. It gives you hope. (laughs) I would call it more 90% emotional for me. Excuse me. I even got a little emotional right now as I was talking to you. It has been very emotional for me (laughs) to have to let go of your old lifestyle and then all the changes and be completely dependent on others is very challenging emotionally. And my shoes, another thing, (laughs) this is, I only laugh because in the scheme of things, it seems very small. I have my spasticity can get really, really bad. And so uh, I have to wear an AFO that helps tremendously with that. And, and then it does not allow for me to wear my shoes. 
And I actually live in a two-story house. And so I have not been able to go up to my room except for two times. And so I am excited and looking forward to the day that I will be able to get live up there again. But thankfully, we have a room downstairs we were able to turn into our room. So that we're... And then my husband immediately turned our bathroom downstairs into a bathroom that I could use. As far as a roll-in shower goes, there's been a lot of really good things that I've had going here. And finally, Emma thinks stroke survivors and their loved ones should be kinder to themselves. I would give the same advice that I received. Give yourself grace. I have done that. I've said this to so many of my friends that have suffered a stroke. Give yourself grace. Allow yourself to rest. It is now your turn to be served. It is okay. That's okay that you are going to be served at this time. You know, I'm not religious at all, but I also have a relationship with the God. I pray a lot and I read the Bible a lot. So that's very, very helpful. I would definitely, um, I I would say that helps tremendously with my 90% emotional recovery that I've had to experience through this. So it helps me to suffer well. I would also say look up online to see other stroke survivors. The hashtag is extremely powerful. That's how we find each other and we're able to lift each other up. I have been able to do that on several social media platforms. And that's very, very, very helpful. Very encouraging. And chin up, chin up. It's not going to stay like this always. Your life isn't over. This is just a new challenge and you can do it. You can get through this. You are very capable. You can do hard things. Emma's whole life was turned upside down by her stroke. Her husband had to take on all her responsibilities while she recovered. And while she's well on the mend, she's had to work hard at regaining movement on the left side of her body. Thank you for listening to Stroke Stories and for helping us spread the word. If you are or you know of a stroke survivor and there's a story you can share, please get in touch. Our DMs are always open on Twitter and Instagram. The Stroke Stories podcast was produced by Aidan Judd. I'm Mark Goodyear. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.